You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators and this is The Food Code. Happy Friday. Yes. We are back in person this week. Yes, we are. Last week, you know, things happen. It's COVID. Um, So people show up not feeling great. People show up not feeling great (laughs) at places, even though, you know, it it would seem that you wouldn't show up if you weren't feeling great, but it happens. So um, anyways, we're back with Friday Fire, guys. And today we want to talk about influences. Because there can be a lot of great influences in our life. You know, inspiration, motivation, certain people that influence us in positive ways. But the more and more we are realizing is there's way more negative influences. I feel like the positive influences are like a dime a dozen. Yeah. Or this is that that's a bad analogy. Dime a dozen means it's common, right? I would say they're anomalies. Diamond in the rough? No? Diamond in the rough. That is right. <laughs> that is right. You know, I'm... <laughs> The analogies get lost on me sometimes. <laughs> Diamond in a rough would be perfect. Um, they're not as common. I'll yeah. say that. Um, the negative ones seem to be very common. Negative people, negative things like the news, negative environments, work environments, whatever it might be. And unfortunately, what we're starting to see, and a lot of times we see this with like our clients and it's stuff we work through, is that all of our stress, all of our anxiety comes from things we don't have that much control over. Yeah. Very little or none. Mm-hmm. Right. There's the worry and there's the anxiousness and there's the uncertainty and there's the unknown. And we've talked about this a few times in you know, other podcasts during 2020 is like the only way to get yourself away from feeling this way is to create boundaries and to recognize none of this is in my control. Yep. You know, I honestly stopped watching the news and the yeah. media a few months ago because I was like it it does not matter no one cares what Liz Roman thinks about what's going on in the world it doesn't matter I just realized that like unfortunately it doesn't leave me in a positive place that too and yes there are I'm sure there are things that I could be doing and you know making changes to and I do what I can within my control um, with my choices you know my voting rights whatever that looks like but Watching the news is depressing. Yep. It is straight up depressing. It causes more, you know, anxiousness, more mm-hmm. fear, more uncertainty, you know, no matter what side that you're on. This exactly. isn't about that at all. It's, it's especially here in the Chicagoland area, like for those of you who aren't in our area, we have a large number of shootings every weekend in the city, you know, and, and not a lot of it's like publicized unless you're watching kind of like local news. Right. But to me, that just makes me, even though we're not in the city, it makes me feel nervous. It makes mm-hmm. me feel, you know, feelings that I don't love. I think it's very uh, important to be aware of what's going on in your area. It's important to do the things that you can to protect yourself and to be at the ready in yeah. certain situations. But watching it day in and day out and day in and day out, I'm not starting my way or my day that way anymore no. because it's it's influencing and it's bringing those negative emotions in yep. and I choose to look at people who uplift me and to 
look at what are the things that are in my control and make the best of those situations. It doesn't mean that every situation, you know, is rainbows and sunshine right now by any means, but I look at, okay, well, what is the positive side of this? If, if there's not much positive, then what lesson can I learn? Yep. A good question that we kind of ask our clients and challenge people with is like, how can this be the best thing that's ever happened to you? Like, how can you spin it? How can you reframe it? How can you rethink it to where what is happening right now that seems really awful, that seems, you know, tough, that seems frustrating? Like, how can this be the best thing that's ever happened to you? Like, and, and I'll use the example that we've talked about a couple of times. Like, we lost a child earlier this year, um, last year in August. Um, we, I was 22 weeks pregnant and we found out that the baby had a chromosomal defect that basically meant she wouldn't live past birth. Um, and I had to make a really hard decision. Nick and I both had to make a really hard decision to terminate the pregnancy um, because I it was putting me at risk. It was obviously not safe. And unfortunately, the baby wouldn't have lived. And so in the moment, it was devastating, obviously. When I had time to reflect on it, what I thought about was like, one, God puts things in our lives for many reasons, Mm -hmm. to make us stronger, to show us what we're capable of getting through, to make us appreciative of things and make us realize that there's a lot of good still left in this world and to grow from things. Like it did all of those things and more for me. Was it the most devastating thing that I've ever been through? Absolutely. Like it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, but I've grown from it. I've become better from it. I, you know, hug my son so hard every night because of it. I let him, you know, he always asks, mama rock me, rock, mama rock me in his chair before I put him in his crib. Like I will sit there forever if I could, you know, rocking him and appreciate, like it allows you to appreciate different things in life. And so if there's something really hard going on in your life right now, if you've lost someone, if someone very close to you is sick, the very serious things that we're talking about, you need to look at what is this going to help me do? Like what good is there still? Because it's hard to find it sometimes. It is. But I promise you it's there. Even if it doesn't feel like it's there, right then, try and reflect. Mm-hmm. Try and take time to think about it. And in the, you know, maybe in a little bit lesser of a sense, even though everything's relative, all things are hard for people in different levels. If you are having lots of stress right now, like you find, you know, yourself overwhelmed, you have anxiety, you, you get very frustrated or you're overwhelmed with people, what we ask you to do, evaluate your week. Mm-hmm. Like look at a week and take note. When are you the most stressed? Yeah. Like what times of day? What days of the week? What people are you around? What environments are you in? Because all of these things can help us understand what people are messing us up? Like yeah. what things are really getting to us? And then we have to do the hard work. We have to evaluate it. Yep. Is there anything we can do about it? What adjustments can be made? If there's nothing we can do about it, we have to figure out how to let it go. Yeah, 100%. And when we listen to a lot of you know different podcasts that we like to listen to and um, psychiatrists and things, they always talk about like being in the present. A lot of people have, you know, worry and anxiety about the future and what's to come. They have remorse and regret about the past and what's happened and maybe how they reacted to things or we didn't handle certain situations, you know, how they would have. But right now, all we can do is focus on the present and that's all that we can control. At the end of the day, in this moment, right now, wherever you are listening to this podcast, like, are you okay? You know, are you feeling okay right now? Because a week from now, we have no control what's going to happen in a week from now, right? But we can control is what we're doing today and how we live out today. And so that's another thing that, you know, I always try to look at is 
if today was my last day, did I spend time, you know, this is something that I'm still working on. And Becca knows, like I, I told her earlier, like I have to take like the Facebook off my phone and I have to close my computer because if I hear the dings, if I hear this, then I feel like I have to go and, and respond mm-hmm. or I feel bad if I see her responding to somebody and vice versa. Right. Yep. But yet we're trying to spend time with our families. And so some of it is, you know, creating those boundaries and cutting that time off because if you don't, your day will literally you know swallow you whole right so we have to manage our time we have to protect our time and you know setting boundaries setting time on your calendar that's just for you that's just for your family that's just for you know your kids or whatever it is that you you need to do mm-hmm. that then tomorrow you wouldn't look back with the regret that you didn't do right absolutely and so living in the moment and kind of evaluating the present and then just taking each day one day at a time and hoping yeah. that, you know, some of the things I think obviously, you know, it's smart to think about the future. It's smart to plan for the future. It's smart to invest and save and all those things. But when we get into, you know, things that are out of our control, that's only going to take away from our happiness and our joy in this moment. Absolutely. You guys, we are, we've talked about this a couple of times. Anxiety is fear of the future and depression is obsession over the past both things we have no control over anymore. And, you know, there was a really great quote that I'm probably going to butcher right now that I heard this morning. (laughs) And it essentially talked about like, you know, if I could take away the pain from yesterday or the decisions that I made that I'm unhappy with or I'm angry about or frustrated with, if I could change all about the past, I would, but I can't. And so all I can do is I can live in the moment today and I can improve anything that I have my control over in this moment Mm -hmm. and it's so true guys like you can worry all you want about the past you can worry all you want about the future it is not going to change anything worrying is a wasted effort it is a wasted emotion and we have to take advantage of like time is one of the main things people want more of but it seems like when we have it we don't use it very well we use it worrying we use it wasting time on instagram or social media complaining complaining this is another huge thing like I want you to evaluate your day. How much of your time is spent talking about other people that bother you or talking about, you know, gossiping about things going on or, you know, just being frustrated over situations when in reality you aren't really doing anything to change it. Like my, um, my old boss, Angelo was amazing with this. Like whenever he heard any of us quote unquote complaining, he was like, well, what's your solution? I don't want to hear you talking about it if you don't have a solution. Come back to me when there's a solution. All you're doing is complaining right now. And it has driven me to change my way of thinking around like I can't complain. I can't go to anyone to complain unless I have thought of what a solution is for the situation, especially within work. Like that's the worst place to complain. You have to create productivity there. And so for you, like if there's someone in your life that's causing you frustration or someone in your life that's causing you stress and anxiety – Well, what about that person is causing you that stress and anxiety? Are you working to make adjustments to improve that? Like, you know, a perfect example is a lack of communication. I I was telling Liz before this, I was like, I have the perfect story to share. My husband and I, Saturday mornings, when it was still nice out, we had just moved into our new house. On Saturday mornings, my husband's huge on like you know, handy, handyman stuff. He loves fixing things. He loves building things. He loves projects, even though he complains about them. He loves fucking doing them. Um, and so for the first like couple months we were in the house, every Saturday morning he would get up 
and he would be like, I'm going to run to Home Depot or I'm going to go and fix, I'm going to go fix the garage or I'm going to go build my workbench in the garage. And then I would be with Carson, taking care of Carson for like two hours by myself, which is fine. Like I love my child. I love him to death, but I like being a family. Like I like going to the park together, not just me and Carson. Like I, you know, I like doing those things together. And so finally, Nick and I got in enough arguments and I was frustrated enough. And I realized my frustration stemmed because I never knew what he was going to be doing. Yeah. And he was never, he maybe just assumed that like, that was okay. You know, he's going to go do that stuff. So finally we had a, you know, we kind of, the, it hit a head and we had gotten in a pretty big argument. And I was like, well, how about we just create a calendar? You tell me what you want to do, what you want to accomplish. Let's figure out a time to do it. And it cleared up a lot of the issue because the main issue was miscommunication. Like he never told me what he wanted to do. He just went and did it. I was frustrated because I felt like I was parenting alone. And then we were both angry at each other and it wasn't solving anything. And a lot of times it's a very simple conversation that we need to have. Totally. That maybe we're just afraid to have because, you know, we think it might be, you know, offending them or whatever. Um, And obviously I'm guilty of this too, you know, with my husband, because I'm like, well, I had one plan for the day and he had a completely different plan for the day, especially when we were doing our basement and so much frustration can kind of build up. And so I think this is on like, you know, both ends of the spectrum is either lack of communication, right. Or the way that we present the communication. And so um, whether it's a friend, whether it is, you know, your spouse or, you know, whoever it is that you kind of like need to clear the air with, or you feel like there's like little things that are just kind of like piling up and pet peeves, like think about your approach. Like one thing I used to do is like write down, okay, how am I feeling about this situation? And I would review it like a day or two later to feel if it was, okay, is this valid? Do I still feel this way? Or was I like kind of heated in the moment? Mm-hmm. And then, okay, this is worth having a conversation around. For me, when I have those types of conversations, usually we do it when we're walking or we're driving in the car because I feel like it's just easier to have conversation <laughs> when you don't have to like date night, like stare each other depth in the eyes. No, but everybody is going to have a different communication style. And, but to your point, a lot of frustration and a lot of kind of anger was building up because we just simply didn't share the conversation. And I've been in that situation too. So the other piece here is when we look at how we let other people you know, influence our life. How are we kind of allowing their opinion to dictate our choices or to kind of like validate our choices? Right. Mm -hmm. I do. I used to do this all the time. Like I would ask like 20 friends if they thought it was, you know, it was a good idea or, you know, especially when I was leaving, you know, corporate and changing jobs and doing things like that, like weighing out the pros and the cons. But then I realized like at the end of the day, it's me that's leaving a job to start a new career, you know, and why does this matter? Like what is going to make me happy five, 10 years from now? Mm-hmm. And of course I do think having certain people, you know, a handful of people in your corner that are, you know, very supportive of you. Maybe it's your siblings, maybe it's your best friend, maybe it's um, your parents, whoever it is. Maybe you consult with them and you kind of evaluate some things. But at the end of the day, if we're letting certain people and their opinions dictate our choices ultimately at some point in time we're not making the decision that we know is right in our gut and that steals Mm -hmm. from our happiness you have to go with your gut guys that's what i was just about to follow up with that like how you feel truly does this feel right like a lot of people come to us and they're like well my friend is doing this specific diet and she's lost 10 pounds in the last month and like i've only lost three is this it should i be doing that and i'm like 
does it sound like it's a good idea? Does it feel in your gut like it's a good idea? Does it seem like something that's sustainable for you? And I want you to think long-term about that. Like we've talked about this before. You cannot think short-term with nutrition. You cannot think like, I'm going to do the keto diet and not evaluate what that's going to look like for you in the next 10 years. You have to evaluate long-term. And if it seems like a good idea for you, forever, forever, okay? Also, we need to think about like, does this feel right overall with my life? Like my family, my kids, my, you know, my support system. Like, is it a good decision for everyone? Because I think, yes, it needs to be a good decision for you. But we also need to consider our loved ones, people that are going to be influenced by those decisions as well. Like there needs to be a good balance for that. My husband would kill me if I came home today and I was like, we're going raw. We're just going to eat all raw foods forever. Like this is what our family's doing. There'd be a lot of backlash. There'd be a lot of arguments in our house because here's the thing. I would be hangry and it just wouldn't be good. I'd be moody. (laughs) He's so bad. And so like the other thing is. I think it's important to have influences in your life. I think it's important to have people that you look up to and that you aspire to like, you know, want to be successful and, you know, create a life or whatever development you want for yourself. And it's good to have people that, you know, challenge you in those ways. But we have to evaluate our day to day and how those people are influencing us. Like, do you just feel bad about yourself because you're never living up to what that person's accomplishing? Like, do you feel like it's pushing you in a positive way? Is it creating a negative push for you? Like, you have to evaluate those things. So I think one is definitely listen to your gut with this stuff. Like, does this feel right? And two, evaluating your stress levels on a day-to-day basis and the people that you're around. If you find that every time you talk to your Aunt Susie, you're super stressed afterward and you want to emotionally eat all of the cookies in your pantry, like maybe we stop talking to Aunt Susie for a little while, Yeah, you know, like we need those types of things because here's the thing, the awareness has to happen. And once the awareness happens and we still allow these negative things in our lives, then it's our fault. Then we have to start taking responsibility and start making changes. And I think a lot of people live in this unawareness life where they aren't aware, they're kind of naive or ignorant to these things and they just use them as excuses. They blame these things. They blame these outside factors and then they stay unhappy forever because they are always blaming other things. Yep. The number one thing that has to change is our awareness. So like we talked about, evaluate your week. What makes you the most stressed? What people are making you the most stressed? What environments? What times of the day? What times of the week? Think about living in the present. Constantly ask yourself, am I okay? Like in this exact moment, am I okay? Yep. Okay, I am. What can I do today? to make this a great day and also you know think about who your influences are like are they positive evaluate i've changed my circle of friends many times you know and i have boundaries on other friends because i just find that it doesn't necessarily always serve me and you know it's not good to have too much of that person you know or that um you know what they like to do, right? Like we were talking with one of our clients today and she's like, you know, we went away for the weekend. We had so much fun, but nobody even wanted to eat healthy. Like I kept suggesting these things, you know, there was a lot of alcohol involved and stuff like that. And that's great. Like I have groups of friends that are like that, like all my college friends and I love them, but I don't surround myself with them all the time because like, I don't live that type of lifestyle. Like very rarely, if maybe it's a vacation or, you know, a special occasion. Sure. I want to see those people. I want to, you know, foster good friendships, you know, with them. I care about them, but they're just not someone that I hang out with like every weekend type of thing. Okay. And then the other thing here is like being okay with knowing that what you're doing is 
the right decision for you because a lot of times we see people like being kind of resistant and like mm-hmm. toying back and forth and like okay maybe then if this situation then I'll start totally. because I'm looking kind of like the perfect thing because I think I have to be perfect and you have to go with your gut like no matter what it is what path you choose to go forward with and who you surround yourself with your friendships like you know those people who are bringing you down who are the negative nancies or they're always complaining about somebody and you just you know sucking energy out of you versus those who lift you up make you feel you know like a better person optimistic for life and encourage you to challenge you know yourself daily and to grow as an individual and then the same way you, you feel that in your gut when you know that, you know, this workout plan is right for me. It's right for my body. I feel good doing these things. I feel good nourishing my body rather than, you know, fighting off hunger cues till 11 a.m. in the morning because that's the path, you know, that you chose to do. So whatever it is, we just want to kind of challenge you to evaluate who's influencing you and are they positive influences? Are they negative influences? And then in this moment, the present moment that we have today, how can you make it a great day and win the day yeah gain awareness and take back control guys do not let other people dictate your life that is no life to live when other people are other people are the control and you're the puppet yep we don't want that kind of life so hopefully you can evaluate you can be aware and you can start making some changes today have a great weekend we'll be back on monday Thank you all so much for being here. If you've enjoyed this podcast, the best thing that you could do for us as a gift to us would be to take a screenshot and share it on Instagram, tag us, share it on Facebook, whatever platform that you listen, or just tell a friend, invite a friend to listen to this podcast. Um, The more that you can kind of share with word of mouth, the more people that we can touch throughout the world. And leave us a five-star reading and review on iTunes as this helps us grow and reach others. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us a DM or an email and we will talk to you soon. Have a great day.